0: Hey guys, so I'm back. I'm still setting the vibe. I'm still setting the mood. And unfortunately, I'm rolling solo on this particular episode this time. Eunice, as she mentioned, I think on our episode last week, this October for finance people is just a really rough month. So unfortunately, she's got to wrap some things up work-wise, pulling an all-nighter. Eunice, I'm with you in spirit. And she's going to catch us next week and then moving forward, but I'm going to wrap up our mini sewed season, uh, just kind of hang it in there. So you guys hang with me. So we talked about product influencers. We talked about travel influencers. We talked about gamer influencers. And now our fourth and biggest type, or in the bracket of big, I won't say biggest, but our fitness influencers, which just like the gaming industry, this is a big industry too because we're still talking twenty six point seven billion dollars. So only a measly twenty six point seven billion, nothing to pennies, pennies on the dollar, so to speak. So this industry, as we know, is just as big as the gaming industry, as some of the other industries that we talked about: travel industry, um, product industry, and it kind of has the same setup, right? you have your different brackets where you can fall salary range, depending on the type of fitness influencer you are. There are different types of fitness influencers. And within that, we're going to kind of explore that. Now, disclaimer, if you hear any heavy breathing or panting in the background, that almost sounds like an obscene phone caller. That is Bailey, my fur baby trying to make himself known. So this is what happens when you unfortunately have a sick pup that got into something one night on a walk, I think some poison ivy or poison oak, and he unfortunately is going through it. So he and I are both gonna be working through this episode uh, together tonight as I do my homework the night before the episode (laughs) (laughs) drops. Now, with fitness influencers, we have different kinds. And I think the beauty of it is we've gotten a chance to kind of see it mature over time. Because back in the day when you thought fitness influencer, you thought, okay, this person is one of those people that watches everything that they eat. They say their body is their temple. They, their father has to be Zeus, okay? Their mother, Athena, their body is built like a demigod. It is chiseled, it is perfect. It is perfection as whatever one thinks perfection is. And you almost wonder borderline, is that manufactured, you know what I mean? Or is that homegrown, you were really in the gym putting in that work. That was what we thought of back in the day when we were talking about fitness influencers. Now that still exists today, but there is definitely a spectrum. So we have fitness influencers that probably are in that realm. Your your father was Zeus, your mother was Athena, uh, body type, demigod ain't perfect, chisel, fat percentage, zero. And then you have fitness influencers that have what we would call an everyday body, all the way down to, you could be thicker than a snicker, but that doesn't mean that you're unhealthy. It just means that you're healthy-ish, okay? Everybody has a group, everybody has a niche, everybody caters to something. So you can definitely within the fitness world, especially today, find your own mix. You even have influencers that their niche or their route that they go in with their particular business are in certain areas. Like if you wanna concentrate on cross training or hit workouts where it's high intensity and you're doing different things with weights or your body weight or uh, rubber band work or things like that. But then you also have influencers that may train you on Pilates type things. Bar. You've got yoga. You've got um, fitness influencers that focus on at-home workouts, gym workouts, in in the park or outdoor workouts. If you're someone that wants to train for some sort of triathlon or Ninja Warrior, you also have influencers that that's their track. They are well known in the American Ninja Warrior circuit, and then they also have schools and training facilities that are helping to bring up new generations of American Ninja Warrior. So I could go on for days for this. There there definitely is a big, wide-range spectrum when you're talking about fitness influencers. So that was just to name a couple, just to give you a better idea, especially if you thought of fitness people but never thought about fitness influencers. Now let's talk about the money, honey, because everybody wants to know about that. So to give you just some different ranges, and this information is based off of a 2019-2020 study, so it might be just a little dated, but this is more to give you estimations, just to give you an idea, just to give you a starting point for your own research, if you're interested in being a fitness model and or fitness influencer yourself. Now, if you're someone that you're mainly in social media, like let's say Instagram, we'll kind of focus on Instagram right now, Those that have a following of about a 1,000 users, so that kind of puts you in the, I'm putting my big toe in the water side of the pool party, you can make somewhere between 30 to 60K. If you're someone that's considered a micro-influencer, so now we're stepping up, we definitely have our legs in the water, we're getting used to the temperature before we get up in there, your following range is somewhere between 10,000 to 100,000, that's gonna bump you up. So salary-wise, we're talking about 40 to 100K. Now, if you're a celebrity influencer, and an example of that would be like a Shanti. If you guys remember him, he's in like a lot of the infomercials and commercials for like P90X and Beachbody workouts. He's estimated at 12 million. And when I say celebrity, I'm not talking about someone that is in entertainment, movies, or an athlete of a particular sport type celebrity but then they also have this fitness side to them where maybe they've created a fitness line or a brand or something like that i'm talking about someone who ate slept and breathed fitness and that was their genre that was their jam and they worked their way up in the ranks to build a following to have something that substantiated them as a subject matter expert within the fitness realm of where they cover. So Shanti would kind of fall in line with that. Like he, he bred himself up within this realm. He wasn't somebody that was an entertainer in another space, built the celebrity and then kind of transitioned into something else. So I'm only talking about like true fitness influencers. So he's an example of one. Now, what determines the ranges of salary that I gave? I'm glad you asked that question telepathically. I will answer that for you. The salary includes a plethora. And there's not really a set formula because it just depends on the type of fitness influencer you are. So you could have sponsorships, you could have a bonus structure set up because you have some sort of collaboration or contractual agreement with with an organization or a company um you could offer courses that people are able to take and that could be something virtual that could be something on site because you have like a brick and mortar or you offer physical location classes or some sort of variation of that you could also be one that offers different types of coaching packages which Could or could not include diet and meal plan offerings as well as fitness and exercise. So there's a a different kind of a la carte grouping to what could affect what your income could be. So you really have to, as someone that might be interested in getting into this space, understand what kind of makes you you, what makes your business your business and what is your niche. It's not something where you want to try to come in and copycat someone's particular formula because what makes them them is why they are what they are. So you have to kind of find out what makes you you. Now, let's give you some examples of some fitness influencers other than celebrity Shanti. So, and you can also find these people on Instagram. If you look in the details of the show notes, I'll also post them. Because if I'm going to mention them on the podcast, the least I could do is also add the link so that you could go and investigate their Instagrams as well. But, um, the first couple, I'll say the first three, I'll based on the 2019, 2020 article, put what their estimated net worth was. But then I also have some other people that I want to give a honorable, very honorable mention to, because I think the list of people that I'm going to kind of run through, they give you that full spectrum. So some of the people, when you go to their Instagram, you'll see, okay, um, blood type, demigod, I see it, it's chiseled. But then other people, okay, you get down with the burger crew. I could totally work out with you in the park, but then we could go over here, hit up some crab legs and like do the thing. So... You have, um, and I tried to pick people that gave you the full spectrum of those that might be thicker than a snicker, but they're still functioning in the fitness space, showing how you too can still develop healthy habits and be fit, whether your your body is 0% body fat and you're on that track, or you're just somebody that wants to incorporate healthier habits and a fitness routine in your everyday life. So they kind of represent a small subset of what I was kind of talking about in the beginning of the episode. So we have Simeon Panda. He was net worth at about 540,000. Now I'm sure that might be higher because looking at his following, he's definitely around, I believe like 8.9 million when I last checked. And Like I said, everybody that I mentioned, I'll also have their Instagram handle as well in the show notes and the details so that you can check it out. Ulysses Jr. He was net worth at about 476K. Anna Nystrom, 261K. So that just kind of gives you an idea for people that aren't quite celebrity status Even in that micro-influencer range or beyond that, because now we're talking about followers in the millions, your income really could potentially fluctuate just depending on what your niche is and what your offerings are. So some of the others where I don't necessarily have any net worth information for them, but they do kind of play out into the spectrum and you can kind of see the differences in their niche would be Chrissy King. Now, Chrissy King, she's thicker than a snicker. But what I like about her is she still shows how you can incorporate healthy uh, habits and aspects into an everyday life, especially if you're someone that is busy on the go and you just want to make some better choices. But maybe you're not um, necessarily trying to go into the realm of like hardcore fitness, like you're training for something because we all have our our different wants and needs, right? Like some of us might be more into running where others of us are just looking for something to just kind of calm our stresses, clear our minds and do something more yoga-based, for example. Next, we have Latoria Snell. Then we have Jeanette Jenkins. So those are just a couple for you to be able to kind of check out see um, their pages, see what I'm talking about as some examples when I, again, when I say fitness influencers, but let's kind of talk about the style of a fitness influencer and the nature of the work. Cause we've already kind of talked about the industry. We covered different influencers, the salaries, the different spectrum when we're talking about inf- uh, fitness influencers, I got a little tongue tied. Now let's talk about the nature of the work. You wanna make sure that you can post regular content and that could be photos, that could be video, that could be a mixture of of all kinds of things. Because again, it depends on what services that you're offering. You wanna figure out what your niche is and what services you're gonna offer. Are you gonna be someone that is a hybrid, which there are fitness influencers that are this, but a hybrid between a travel influencer and a fitness influencer? Because there are a lot of us that travel for leisure, that travel for work, that travel just to travel for the experience. And while you're traveling, sometimes it can be difficult to keep up with the fitness routine. So um, you might decide that you want to be the type of influencer that you're going to show people how at the very minimum. They can use everyday things that they might find in a hotel or Airbnb or just in their surroundings around them. Little changes even that you can think about or make in your diet or your everyday habits when you're traveling to stay up with a fitness routine. So that's just an example. Just throwing a little gem out there for you. But what services are you going to supply? And is it just going to be fitness related where you're going to show different uh, workouts, routines, different everyday things that maybe you can do with weights or equipment or without weights and equipment or you're also going to include meal planning diets uh trackers calendars and things like that that people can use to incorporate so what are going to be the full blanket of services that you're going to offer and you want to stick to that you want to be consistent you want to be because people need reliability if i'm going to follow you as a fitness influencer and i'm going to be getting tips from you, workouts from you, or I'm going to do one of your programs, I want to see regular and relevant content. I don't want you to post something on a Monday at the first of the month, but then the next time that you post any other relative information or workouts or anything like that is the following month. Inconsistency is not the key when you're talking about being an influencer, especially in this particular space. You also want to be organized. You want to be detail-oriented because you're going to have to keep up. Especially if you're someone that's going to be interfacing with clients because you might be offering uh, side services as well, not just someone that might be posting videos on different social media platforms and then allowing users to subscribe and come into that type of environment. You also might be working with people one-on-one or in group settings or even in live sessions on certain curated days. So you want to be able to keep up with all of that so you can make sure that you're consistently creating new content, workouts, uh, all of that. You want to be genuine. Okay. It's got to be something that you like doing. If you don't like working out and you're part of blood type cheeseburger crew, there's nothing wrong with that. This is a judgment free zone, but being a fitness influencer may not be for you. Okay. So you gotta like what you do. So if you're one of those people where you're like, I hate working out and we all have our days, but I'm not talking about people that are just having a day. Okay. You have to kind of like fitness. It be your passion, wanting to teach and train and help other people reach their fitness goals. That's got to be something that you like and you got to like people. So if you're one of those people, you're extra introverted, you're uncle or your father genetically is the Grinch, the same for you, hun, because you got to like people. You got to like working with people. You got to have an element about yourself where you want to help people. So this definitely is one of those realms that you want to think about. Definitely got to be genuine. You also want to determine your plan of attack, your approach, right? What social media platforms are you going to be on? Is it going to be a mixture of Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, Reddit? Like what, what are you going to offer? And if you're offering courses or you're offering certain content where there's like live sessions and things like that, are you going to have some additional platforms? Are you going to have a website where you're going to offer that? Those are things where you want to plan it. There's not a specific formula to it where it's, oh, you gotta have a website or you gotta have this. But again, you wanna be consistent, you wanna be reliable, you wanna be genuine, and you do wanna plan it out. So you do wanna come together with some sort of rough outline of a business plan of how you are gonna run your business, present it to the world and market it so that you can be consistent within those things and within those spaces. So just like the other influencers, You're definitely going to need to have access to technology because you're going to need a computer, something to take pictures with. These days it's our phone, right? Some sort of at minimum software that'll allow you to do some cutting and editing and things like that. Trimming of certain videos and content that you are going to post on certain platforms like Instagram, maybe in your reels or TikTok or YouTube. So, um, You're definitely going to want to research those other, I like to think of them as auxiliary platforms and services that are going to help you to be able to either um, create the content that's going to go on your website and other social media platform or just on your social media platform. But you want to definitely plan that out, plan that attack. Well, this was just a small snippet into the world of an influencer. We did just a a four mini-sode series in between our seasons before we kick off season four, which we've entitled Leap of Faith, where we have another round of entrepreneurs in different spaces that we definitely want to showcase. We're very excited to roll that out to you guys. We hope that you enjoyed our mini-sode series And if you want us to investigate more, if you want us to turn one of these mini shows into an actual episode, get somebody on the show that functions in that particular space where we can sit with them on a virtual couch, hopefully not virtual couches uh, too much longer in the future. We can kind of hit the road again like we did in season one and really be there face-to-face with people. Let us know. Send us an email. You can always reach us at pgdfam at gmail.com. You can also follow us on our social medias. So on our Instagram, we are Sophie and Olivia Books. On our Facebook and on our TikTok, we are PGD Innovations. So definitely look out for us, follow us. We have more things that are coming, like and subscribe. And we look forward to meeting you guys next week when we kick off our first episode in season four, where we are rolling out. Our next series, Leap of Faith. Check you guys later.